Good morning, everybody, and thank you for coming out on this beautiful, even if slightly warm, day. Uh, I, I am excited to be here with you. I especially want to thank everyone who had a hand in making today a reality. I want to start with my chief of staff, Mark Cooper, uh, who worked so hard on this. We have, we have Senator Gerald Boudreaux with us. He, out, he authored the legislation uh, that made this possible, became Act 432. Senator Royce DePlessis, who was then a state representative who carried the bill in the House, but also, and quite notably, helped us secure the talented artist, Ms. Shalene Jones. It's 4 p.m., stand up, it's count time. It's time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted. I am Brother L.D. Azobra. I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Count Time Podcast. Today's Count Time episode is in honor of the 75th anniversary of the desegregation of the U.S. Armed Forces on July 26, 1948, and of last week's dedication of Heritage, an inspirational monument created by Count Time living legend Shalene Jones. Uh, words really can't uh, describe the beauty of the monument you're going to see in just a moment or its significance, and certainly uh, can't probably convey our gratitude to Ms. Shalene Jones. Uh, she is a very prominent sculptor from New Orleans, a graduate and professor at Xavier University, uh, and she has done an outstanding job, as you will soon see. I was told, uh, probably for the first time, of the significant contributions uh, that former slaves had played in fighting for uh, the Union. So Mark and I realized an injustice had been done uh, because those individuals had not been honored properly, uh, not at the siege of Fort Hudson, and really not uh, any African-American uh, veteran uh, for any campaign or war. Uh, but on that one, in 1863, uh, during the siege, 600 African-American men from Louisiana lost their lives fighting for the Union. Uh, they didn't receive a hero's funeral. In fact, the bodies weren't even initially buried. Uh, they weren't granted honors, and they didn't have their names engraved on memorials. And like um, Joey said, we're going to fix that today. Uh, we're going to fix that today. And that siege, along with the fall of Vicksburg, allowed the Union to gain control of the Mississippi River, which was a key strategic objective throughout the war. Uh, but that, that uh, siege of, of Fort Hudson really allowed that uh, to happen. And these brave soldiers paved the way for so many others to follow including the men and women who will be depicted in the monument. Uh, and next week, the nation actually marks the 75th anniversary of the desegregation of the military in the United States. It happened on uh, July 26, uh, 75 years ago. Uh, and so you can see it's not just about the soldiers uh, at Fort Hudson, and it's really not about just the figures you're going to be able to see on the monument. Uh, this monument stands as a tribute to the countless others uh, who have served our nation uh, for many years and what, with such distinction and bravery. This monument is for true patriots who love their country even when their country didn't love them the way it should have. And so that makes the patriotism that we honor today especially worthy of your participation, of your presence. It inspires me. 
Now, it is my honor to be here with all of you today to salute, to honor, to remember generations of American heroes. It's also my honor because we're doing something in Louisiana. This doesn't exist anywhere else in the country. There's not a single monument of this type on the grounds of any state capital anywhere other than Louisiana. Um, and so I am, I am very proud of that. So one day we were up there meeting on the fourth floor, and, and that's when we realized that the real work hadn't really begun. It was about getting this monument here. So we weren't just there to do the bill. We, we had to get the monument constructed. So again, Senator Boudreaux and I, we look at each other, we're like, Mark, that's, that's your job. You know, that's how, we, we the legislators, we're here to carry the bill. Uh, in the midst of all of this, one day they kind of looked at me and was like, well, you know, um, do we know any artists? I knew somebody who was more than an artist. I knew the person who was perfect for this role, for this job, for this task. I had the good fortune uh, many years ago of working on a committee to restore the monument of uh, one of my heroes, the late great AP Turo uh, in New Orleans, which is actually in, in the district that I represent. And on the way up here, I was driving with my parents and we were talking about my grandfather who enlisted in the Navy when he was 18 and how he served in World War II and how he carried the pain throughout his life of the treatment that he received, despite the fact that he was able to buy a home with the GI Bill, despite the fact that he was able to send himself to Southern through the GI Bill, telling stories of how he and his uh, fellow servicemen were separated, they would have to be the ones to move the dynamite. And how when he told those stories throughout his life, it, it pained him. When I thought about the artist, I realized it had to be somebody who was more than just an artist, but someone who could tell that story, who could capture that story, someone who could see the importance of not just having Secretary Colin Powell or Secretary, um, Secretary Gates, but somebody like former Justice Grievous Ortiz, who I did not even realize was a military person, who understood the history and the importance and knew how to reach back and make this monument as special as it is. Someone whose artistry aligned with the goals and the mission and the vision of this endeavor. So, uh, Ms. Shalene Jones, uh, who I have the great privilege of introducing today, is the person who we all have to give great thanks to for lending her, her talent, her, her artistry, her skill, her passion. She not only did AP Turo Monument, she did the Battle of New Orleans. Uh, she did the former Reverend Avery Alexander, who served in this building, uh, that is now at the UMC Medical Center in New Orleans. Uh, I knew that she was the only person who would be best suited to sculpt this monument that we're going to unveil today. So with that, I'm going to uh, bring up Ms. Shalene Jones. Thank you all so much. appreciation. Uh, there was so much that said today. Um, I, I don't even know where to start. 
but the team that we had behind us um, to put together the legal part, to put together the um, every step. It was a long, strenuous process, but it was condensed into a very small time period, and they were on it like rice. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, so that was their end, and I appreciated that. But I also knew that I had to do my part, and I was honored to be able to do that, to bring this story forward. And I hope that it brings you everything that um, you need uh, to receive in this piece. I wanted to make sure that this piece told a story of um, not necessarily war, but that the people have been here for centuries and doing this service. And I wanted to make sure that the story that I wanted to honor. And I hope that this piece um, do you honor. Thank you. For more about Miss Jones, listen to Count Time episode number 69, published in June of 2022. Found on your favorite podcast apps and at the smartbrothermedia.com webpage. Following is a clip from that episode. Today we had I read something where they call her the, they say instead of divine, they call her the, the diva. But we're going to call her the queen of Shalini. That's what they call me. The queen of the East. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Count Time. Thank you. I'm an artist, and I, my main concentration is sculpture. But uh, I, I do, you know, as, as a, um, a university student, I guess, you've been trained in all these different areas, printmaking, painting, um, sculpture, yeah, design courses. So you've give, been given so much, type, so many different types of experiences in the university. And so by the time I've gone on to graduate school, I was able to select which one that I gravitated toward and which was wanted to be in sculpture. Um, now my teacher was um, Professor John Scott. The great. The great Professor John not, Scott. Not just John Scott, the, <laughs> the great, great Professor John Scott. At the University of Xavier, Xavier University. In Xavier New University in New Orleans. And, um, and he was a sculptor. So I don't know if that was an influence or not, but definitely it, it, was, it was great to be able to have somebody who had understanding of three-dimensional thinking. And that is basically what is, for me, what is taught in the universities, three-dimensional thinking, or just thinking about seeing things and not just looking at something, actually observing it from all views or perspectives. And, and that's even in, in painting because even when you're doing a, a, a drawing, when you learn that when you're doing a drawing, you're still creating illusions. You're not actually creating something that is real. It's a picture of something else. Right. So you're kind of creating an illusion yeah. of something. Illusion, so it's all three-dimensional. Right, right. And also, it's a tribute to the African-American soldiers. Um, and first we were kind of designated, we were kind of keeping it local, Louisiana, but we, we opened it up to be a tribute to uh, all African-Americans who have contributed in the um, in the service. So we got to have the uh, uh, the Buffalo Soldiers. Uh, they're going to be a part of it, and uh, we're going to definitely have a tribute to the first the, on, the first and only female Buffalo Soldiers, which is Kathy Williams. Mm. She's going to be a part of that, um, and um, the uh, Red Tails, the um, Tuskegee Airmen. Yes, yeah. uh, the Red Tails. So we're going to be all all we're going to 
kind of doing our research and trying to add all of these into. Is it New Orleans or is the black carcass behind this? Uh, This is a state project. It's a state state project, project, right. So it'll be on the state um, ground, Baton Rouge um, State Capitol. So it'll, it'll, be, be, it'll be at the state capitor? It's going to be at the state capitol. you have a piece yeah. of the state capitol. At the state capitol. Congratulations. That that, no, that's big. That's big. That board is sweet. Yeah. That's going to be at the state capitol. Now, that's, mm-hmm. now you got to look. I, I, what I saw that day that you you, you kind of give us a little glimpse of what's going to happen. <laughs> and that was pretty colorful, too. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, so, yeah. But that that's who we are. We see things plat- like that. Yeah, and the platform is going to be, and it's a pretty good, big sculpture. I think it's, it should be around 10 feet in wow. one direction and, and then uh, 8 feet up, sort of like that, or the 12 by eight, and, by ten. And, 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 so, and now, now, what, what, how, what's, what's the name of that piece gonna be? Uh, Heritage. Heritage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Heritage. Yeah. Now, who came up with that term? Uh, I did, hmm. I did, um, because of what is I talking about is the the time that we have spent here um, in America um, fighting for freedoms here. And this has become our heritage. Um, this land is now our land. Uh, I was our forefathers. This is the land we're talking about now. You know, of course, we go further back than America. And before we even go further back than before America had slaves, we were already here. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But so this land is our land. So this is our heritage as much as anybody yeah, else's. Yeah. When is it going to be the big revealing of this new piece from the, from the from Louisiana the- State? At the Louisiana State Capitol, <laughs> any one of us got a got a piece over there? You the first? I, I, I do believe I will be the first one there, right. and I think that's the that'll be the first sculpture you, in any hold state. Hold on, hold on. You gonna invite me? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna be you your special guest. Yes. Y'all heard bring that, everybody. Mic, bring your mic. Y'all heard that, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be your special guest. So all right, then go ahead on. We got that out the way. Go ahead on. <laughs> yes. Um, so that there's going to be uh, an unveiling um, soon. I think they they want to do it in the middle of this month. But um, I heard June. That's what you said. Yeah, it is June. They told me June. It's too um, to so it's still June. <laughs> it's still June. So, so, so we. So you, you finished know, with it? Finished? Have I begun? No, no. That's not the dedication time. That's the Ooh. announcement of the piece. That was the first time we announced it at the breakfast. Oh, okay. that was the first time to the public. So you so were we even started. We haven't even started. <laughs> we have not started. We're on the concept. <laughs> I'm thinking they go. You, you don't got the, you don't show the design. Year, they gonna, no, we, it's gonna probably take about a year. It gonna be next year. Breakfast. breakfast and, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you haven't even gotten started. I haven't gotten started. Well, well got, I've yeah. gotten started, but not physically with the actual piece. Everything mm-hmm. is um you know in the drawing stage and the um measurement stage and the foundation preparation stages and stuff like that. There aren't a lot of uh, artists who create, even even now, a lot of artists who create actual figurative pieces, which which is what we do. So Representative DuPlessis is um, actually the one who, um, Royce DuPlessis, who, whom I've worked with in the past, who was able to um, put my name on the list as of artists who was a possibility to create these pieces. You know, he passed it on. He passed the name on, you know, in the previous work that was done. So I think they're looking for a piece that is 
actual visual uh, understanding. Uh, so it's, when you look at it, it's a figurative piece. You can understand what it's about, what the storyline is. Not much abstract to it. You know, they want the story to be told and understood and not uh, interpreted as it was. So, you know, I mean, abstract work is fine. I love abstract too, but some things that need to be straightforward. You don't need to be figuring right. this out. Right, right, yeah, right. Because okay. the other pieces on the land are all straightforward pieces. There are no abstracts. I think there's one abstract piece out there. And I think it's a great tribute to us as a people to because I feel like I'm still standing on the back of others who have struggled so long to get us here. And for me, I guess I don't have a, 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 an end value to what I wanted to do at the end. Um, it's because it's, it's always still developing. You're just working as, as usual. I'm still working and enjoying it and, and it comes and it just continues to come. I guess for the most part I want um, is, is to leave behind is to show people that love what you do and it's going to reward you just keep enduring the good things and it's going to give you your rewards try not to choose a path that is that's not your path you know if it, if you can choose a path that gives you anxiety and anxiousness you don't want that path take the other path there are so many paths that you can take take the one that gives you you know, give you the honor you should have for yourself, give you so many things, and then watch the rewards come in. It's gonna come in, you can't help but get it. But if you take that other path, you're gonna get the reward that's due for that path. If you take the wrong path, you're gonna get the rewards that's due for that wrong path. So take the one that's gonna give you the rewards the rewards you want. Have an idea, enjoy the path, you know. I think my whole life I've been taking the paths of just relaxed, you know, oh, you want to go and do this with us? And they're like, oh, you know, sometimes you just know you shouldn't be taking going over there and doing what everybody else is doing because that's their fun. That's their enjoyment. And if it's not yours, then that's probably not where you should be. And you, you can imagine what you missed out on, you know, mm -hmm. doing that. You know, and it, sometimes those, those, right, those paths are scary. You know, I would have never thought I was going to college. I wasn't thinking. And then Xavier University. What? I said, oh, what? Xavier, anybody else? Anybody else off in the scholarship? Because I was scared of Xavier. I have all the reputations from Xavier. I was just an average student. So all the reputation from Xavier said, don't go to Xavier. I was like, well, Xavier offered the scholarship. I'm going, you know, I'm just going scared. <laughs> I'm just going scared. So I went and, and you know, you get there and you say, well, once, one day at a time, one semester at a time. And before you know it, you're walking across the stage. It's like, wow, you know, and then the same thing happened in life. You just take that one step at a time. You know, if you get a, a great opportunity, you should take it because you have, you received it for a reason. You know, you were preparing for it, even though your mind might not have been ready for it, you know, but, but you've been preparing for it. No one's going to give you something that you hadn't been preparing for anyway. So you should take it. Well, you're hearing the word of a wise young lady, <laughs> and I'm just, in the word enthralled. Mm. and just excited just to be here in your presence and i'm Thank really you. i'm truly truly honored man can shackle the hand man can shackle the feet but only you can shackle the mind the mind is free to travel wherever you dare to take it welcome to count time podcast